You are listening to the Sunday Sauce Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Another interview episode with the Sunday Sauce Podcast, boys. Another two-time guest today, Mr. Joey Coffey. He is the captain of the SU Lacks team. You've heard about him before. And most recently drafted by the Redwoods Lacrosse Club of the PLL. It is the Jamie Trimboli. What's up, brother? What's going on, Frank? Frank, Frankie, what are it? Meatballs? Or Frankie Meatballs? <laughs> <laughs> yep. What's up, Ken? How you doing, big, big shot, huh? How you feel? I'm great. How are you? Good, man. Did you get your million-dollar signing bonus and all that stuff? <laughs> yeah. No, no, none of that. Horror well, uh, walk us through. I know that the PLL is still like kind of new in the past couple of years. So, what was like the process like in like getting picked up by a team? Like, how's been been going so far? It's cool. Um, so the draft was last Monday, I believe it was, um, and there were only thirty-two players picked. For there's eight teams. Um, last year there were seven. This year they had an eighth because they merged with the MLL, which was the other outdoor pro league. Um, the PL kind of took over. So there was six teams in that league and they're going to add each team slowly as the league kind of progresses and continues to generate some revenue. Um, but for one team for now, so that makes eight and there were four rounds, 32 picks. So I was lucky enough to be um, in that group of 32 guys. I got selected, uh, picked by the Redwoods in the fourth round, which is, which is cool. I was just happy to be picked and, and get to continue to play because after um college now if you don't get picked to the PLL there's really not much else because the ML is gone so this was my opportunity to keep playing and I'm I'm very grateful for it stoked so I see there the team you're playing for is based out of Maryland if I'm not mistaken so are you like gonna be moving down there or like how, how does that work they're actually the eight teams are not based to tied to cities at all um oh, okay it's a tour, yeah, it's like tour style, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So each team is just a club. That's why they call them clubs and they're not mm-hmm. tied to any location. So we travel together, all eight teams to a new city each weekend and we bring the lacrosse to that city and then we pack up and the following weekend go somewhere new, try to get as many fans as possible because it's a growing sport. So tying it to one city makes it tough to get attendance. Right. Yeah. You can travel around and it's a one-time deal. You can kind of get some decent crowds. That's going to be so, sweet. Yeah. How's it going to work with like you guys like practicing? Like, you guys going to have to like meet up at, like a certain place or kind of agree, like, agree upon a, a center city that you all go to and, practice and go before the game start? No, you'll, you'll go to the city that you're playing in that weekend. You go. Up okay. There. So you fly up Friday afternoon and get there Friday night um, and usually have a nighttime practice okay. on Friday. And then you play Saturday um, unless you have a Sunday game, then you fly out Saturday practice Saturday, stay overnight, and then you play Sunday. So you practice, you get one practice a week. It's not like college where you're going at it five, six days a week and mm-hmm. you get to play one game a week. It's pop in, have a little throw around, warm up practice, and then you play the next day and you get the hell out of there. So interesting. So it's kind of on you the rest of the week then to like stay, keep the body in shape and whatnot. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Guys that have sponsorships and endorsements are doing this full-time actually. So they're training all week long, shooting, lifting, conditioning, whole nine yards. Um, majority of the league, including myself have other jobs that we'll be doing. So 
kind of got to balance um, a big boy job and your training um, and then flying out and playing on the weekends. So it'll be hectic, but it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, I was going to I was gonna ask you about that because I know the the plan, you had a job lined up pr- yep. last time we talked, right? So is that, is that still in play? And then you're just going to, again, just travel on the weekends? Is that how this going work? Yeah, that still applies. Cool. Still nice. same job lined up. And my boss is very cool about me probably leaving early each Friday. It's only 14 weeks um, from June through about September. So for that period of time, I'll be missing most Fridays at work, which he's cool with because he's the man. Um, I'll be getting back in Sunday nights and ready to rock Monday morning. So there you go. Got to grind for it. (laughs) Some tired nights up there for sure. For sure. Got to have that clout of having that professional cross player working for you. You better give them off on Fridays. That's right. <laughs> Hoping to use some of that to, to generate business as well. So, well, so I was going to ask, I'm sure you can't be like spoken to yet because you're still obviously at Q. So I'm sure there's very tight rules on how like who can talk to and who can't in terms of like sponsorship. But is anything you've like have any good feelings going forward? Like once you do graduate or finish up at Q, you got anything aligned or that you can talk about? Um, Nothing, no huge murmurs yet. Um, right. There's been some talk between a couple different lacrosse companies because obviously that's big to sign with a lacrosse company and get free gear, free sticks, free pads. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'd be cool. I'm not sure if that will happen or not because there's 32 new guys coming into the league. So you got to be, be pretty special to sign one of those. Um, but those are, those are out there. And there's also little things, guys get involved with companies on Instagram, things that are growing because you are technically a professional athlete and have a decent following compared to the, the average Joe. So you can sign some of those and, endorse some things online and get some free gear and stuff like that so we'll see how it goes my buddies joke about a hair contract i think i should be able to get a hair <laughs> head, head, head and shoulders baby yeah you and paul malu all yeah. commercial <laughs> you shouldn't me yeah you keep growing that out man <laughs> it's ratty it's gross it's gotta gotta be tamed a little bit before the real world you and my brother both you guys got like bushes on your heads i know oh. it's tough to manage <laughs> So you guys also had um, two other teammates of yours get drafted as well. Yep. How hard did you guys sell if at all? And then like, <laughs> what's uh, what's the early smack talk looking like now? That you're gonna be you're gonna be enemies soon. It was yeah. We actually all watched it together. Um, we were grateful we all got selected because it would have been a little awkward if one of us got left out. But yep. we all got picked. Thank God. Um, I was the last to go. Sweat my balls off. <laughs> they, were, uh, they were pretending to be less excited than they were until I got picked and then they could really let loose. Um, we all celebrated together. So uh, that was a fun night. It was great. And, and there's not too much smack talk yet. We're pretty dialed in on our, our college season here, trying to finish this up. And then we'll transfer over once uh, this wraps up here at Q's. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was going to ask you, what's like the final push going for you guys at Q's? How's it going? You guys, you guys, you guys buzzing going to the tournament, hopefully, or how's it looking over there in the, in the 315? Yeah, as I, I told you guys off the mm-hmm. record before, we got shit kicked last weekend. Well, that didn't go necessarily well. A very good Notre Dame <laughs> team. But, the damn, those damn Irish. Yeah, seriously. Second time this year, they, they beat us up pretty good. So we'll have to get them back down the line if we see them. Uh, but, yeah, we have one more regular season game in the Dome on Friday. We play Robert Morris and looking to get a win there um, and then secure a decent seed in the tournament and see where it goes from there. Selection Sunday will be this Sunday. Um, night and we'll get our seed and see our route and find out which city we're playing in and we'll go from there. Cool. Once you get in, it can happen, right? That's true. Oh, yeah. Get in the big dance, baby. That's all that matters. 
anything like anything like Q's basketball every time it's, it's, yeah. it's like a especially as like a magic you're run in, you're in you can win yeah you're in your guaranteed right. sweet 16 right <laughs> <laughs> you don't play a funky zone that gets us in the sweet 16 <laughs> the zone defense in the cross and no one has time to prepare for no we don't do that so you get a bunch of seven foot dudes out there on the lax field with long arm spans clogging out the middle it'd probably be effective honestly. yeah but no we don't have that so how's it how has it been this just popped in my head playing now through this entire COVID season obviously your guys last year was was really cut short like did you feel like rusty at all coming into the year and like and, and how, how was the camaraderie with the team I know you guys had a great chemistry before and I want to hear more about how the, the whole year's been but tricky, a lot to balance, a lot to take care of. Um, this past fall was socially a little bit different than it's been in the past. You haven't been able to get together with the, the team fully. So we had to do smaller events and kind of rotate around and make sure you're touching base with everybody and you get to know all the new guys and the new faces. So that was a challenge, but we made it work. And then uh, this winter break was extended um, due to the COVID stuff. So we came back later than we usually would and we had to train on our own for longer. Um, I'd say some guys maybe didn't take advantage of that opportunity and come back in the best shape. Um, so we had to kind of run ourselves into decent shape for quickly in a few weeks when we got back, which we, we felt we did. And then we got kind of taken care of pretty easily in the dome by army, our first game. So we realized that we were not in the best shape um, and weren't as prepared as we should have been. So it took a few weeks to get back and swing things, but we ended up doing okay. You weren't one of those guys. Absolutely not. Last year. <laughs> like now he's going balls yeah. to the wall. Yeah, that's what I thought. And, um, have they given you any word for the COVID turning? How's it going to bubble you guys up? Or how's it going to go playing at the tournament for you guys? There were rumors that they were going to put us in a bubble in Baltimore. And you were going to stay there um, for three weeks and play. Then the national championship was going to stay in Connecticut, Hartford, Connecticut, where it is but they abandoned that, I guess. So now you just play um, at the higher seed, I believe. Just We've been traveling around all year playing, so it right. really shouldn't be different. Um, so that's what we're going to do. Just play at the higher seed um, for round one and two, and then the final four in the championship will be in Connecticut. There you go. Yeah. No. So I was also reading a little more on the PLL because I'm not too – familiar obviously i asked if you were moving to maryland but i forgot you guys were doing it for the tournament travel but you got a nice outside shot i know that for a fact and the pll has a two-point line which i find interesting so can you explain any, to me and any of our listeners who may not know the difference between like the, the college scoring and this pll two-pointer and then how you think you can now fit into the, the league with with your effective shot from the outside it's a good question um so the glaring difference is that in college, there's no two-point arc for the pros there is, which changes the game a hell of a lot because if you're down by a few goals, you're never really um, safe. You know, you never have the game secured because a couple two-point shots will look at the other team right back into it. Where in college, you have to call back one by one, and sometimes the game's out of reach. But in the pros, it's totally different. So the arc is uh, at its highest point, dead center of the cage. is about 15 yards up. Um, it's a little more shallow on the sides, just like a three-point arc in, in basketball. So anywhere from 13 to 15 yards out is a two-point shot. And that's a typical range for, for me. Players like myself, we take shots like that all the time. So hopefully I'll be able to translate directly um, into the pros and hit some two-pointers. But we'll see how it goes. 
for attack and more interior guys with less um, range on the shot, it, it may be difficult, but most midfielders in college, um, at least at the big time schools, can, can hit shots from that distance. So there you go. Boost those points up. <laughs> Steph Curry, yeah. baby. Every goal That's counts right. twice. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, um, go well, I was, was going to ask if um, Paul Rabel is still playing, right? He plays for one of the clubs, right? He does. Yeah, he's sure, a yeah. founder and yeah. founder and player. How the hell is, is that fair? He's like the goat. He yeah, is, well, yeah. Well, he's, he's, pushed, he's pushed in an age. I was going to ask yeah. you. Obviously, I think every lacrosse kid like that—that that was your idol. Like he was the guy. Like, I used to watch him on YouTube. Like throw like 105 mile per hour shots like he's a beast like so oh, yeah. when you yeah. when you play him like how, like how's that gonna feel playing against him it'll be wild because like you said I, I grew up every highlight tape he had on youtube i still know the songs every single one i used to watch <laughs> him and and try to emulate everything he did so to be on the same field as, as him playing against him would be wild um there's a couple guys like that that fit that mm-hmm. that bill they're just legends of the game that i grew up watching and idolizing so it'll be cool to to be out there i was Hoping maybe I'd be picked on the same team with them as them and get to know them, but I'm grateful to be on the team I am, and it'll be a wild ride. So that's gonna be sick. Gotta beat the best, be the best, Jamie boy. Damn right. Can you get traded though? Like, is that a thing? Like, could could you ultimately play on this team? Whole the whole nine yards. It's a it's pretty official for being a new league. They got trade deadlines and waivers and all that shit. So good. We'll see fantasy you PLL. You could, yeah, you definitely <laughs> could. There we go. That's lit. That's exciting, man. Thank but um, much. I want to go back to what Frank was mentioning about the two point line. So, like, do you know? Like, I mean, I'm sure you know, but like, do teams have like obviously guys who are, like specialists, like other guys that like are only out there just to like shoot lasers from deep? Like, like how's that? How's the strategy play with like with that two point line? as far as a, a team roster goes like are they picking guys up solely for that yeah i could say i don't i wouldn't say they're specialists they go out there and do it but if you have right. the ability to as a midfielder because usually it's midfielders taking those type of mm-hmm. outside shots um i'd say it makes you more valuable so guys i'm sure that pick these teams are trying to assemble the most range from the midfield as they possibly can um i know the team i'm picked to has the two leading two point scores in the league so they're both like six five and a lot bigger and stronger than me <laughs> but it'll be cool to learn from them and kind of pick their brain on how they're getting it done that's gonna be sick big fan of more points more points yeah, I think it's better in america cool <laughs> america's all about the, the high scoring though mm-hmm. NBA, soon enough the nba will be like averaging 200 points per team at the at this rate they're going that's because they don't play any defense. But. That's true. Yeah, and then just launch threes. That mixed together, just points central. Um, true. Are you going to be able to, like, monetize jersey sales and, like, make money off that in terms of, like, royalties? If, if you know anything about that yet or haven't they really talked to you about That's that? That's a great question. I really – I don't know. I know that they do – they pump out jerseys for each player. So, I think my jersey will be out there. Um, Interesting. I, just don't know, I don't know the details on if – we get any of those profits. I'm not sure about that. I should check into that. All not right, that I'll well, have a crazy amount of people buying my jersey right away, just a couple family members and my girlfriend, but <laughs> it would be cool. Oh, oh absolutely buy a Jamie Travoli jersey. I've never even thought about a black jersey in my life. So that's because you're a man. I'm pretty, de- 
I like your guys. I like your guys' logo. It's like the bear. The bear is sick. Roll Woods, baby. Roll Woods. Oh, that's, that's hashtag. I'm on, I'm on your guys' team store now. That tie. I want that tie dye shirt. I think it's sick. <laughs> you know what? It's a great, yeah, great, job. great day drinking shirt. Jersey. They got some cool stuff on here. I'm like, yeah. I mean, screw it. We'll get some. I'll rock right, it. Right. Yeah, we got some money that's to awesome. drop. We were trying to find uh, Anthony Lamb's Houston Rockets jersey. I was trying to do some dig on that too. So we got a. Uh, Got some purchases to make for some of the, the sauce pod boys. That's right. Lambs would be that's awesome. I would love to buy one of those too. Yeah, he's, he's killing it. He had like 20 points there, I believe. I saw that. He's yeah. legit. Wild. Absolutely wild. Appreciate the products. That's right, baby. That's all I got though, Joe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, I'm good else. too. I just want to kind of pick it on Syracuse a little bit. Obviously, touch on PLO, but I mean going places bro the fact that you get to keep playing i think was your was your goal from the start so the fact that you can do it now in a, in a like a legit league is awesome so i'm very happy for you thank you very much that was cool to see the fruition cool to see i mean especially talking to you what uh, five six months ago preseason and mm-hmm. talking yep. about it like wanting the goal to go pro to do it and it's here freaking sweet man yeah we were able to to now we can put it together like piecemeal together which is awesome right Hopefully, you guys will be able to maybe catch a game. I know there's one in Albany. Frank, you're in New Jersey, right? I don't know what the close. Yeah, not too far. Is. Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely go for a day. It'd be a great day. Yeah, go out there, crush a few beers. Hey, Joey's in Boston. Legs. He's not too far either. Probably about the same distance, no. honestly. Yeah, I'll play Boston. in Boston, actually, Joe. Opening there. weekends in Boston. There we go. Gillette Stadium. When's the day? Are we in Gillette? Hell yeah, let's go. I'll go the, the June 7th, Saturday, the first Saturday in June. We have training camp. Um, at Gillette Stadium the week prior. So Monday through Friday is training camp. And then Saturday the 7th is we actually, the Redwoods have the opening game of the season to play um, 12 o'clock on Saturday the 7th in Gillette. So hell yeah, bro. And do they expect like a good, good turnout? Like, is it like an all day affair where all the teams are playing back to back to back? Yeah. So that, yeah, that's the whole tour based concept is when you go to these cities, you bring all eight teams. So there's four games, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. Um, and you get as many fans as you possibly can because you're only there once. So the first like year that. they had a turnout at each city. Um, they strategically picked the cities based off all this data and television statistics and to figure out where lacrosse is being viewed the most. Um, and then we go to those cities and the turnout was great year one. Year two, they had to do a bubble because of the COVID shit. But mm-hmm. uh, we're expecting hopefully again um, an increase in fans and keep the league growing. And, and someday hopefully it's a prominent league in the United States. We'll see. I like, I love the idea. It's like golf. I mean, you got to bring every golfer to a certain place. Yeah. That's the exact same thing. I think it's I think it's smart for lacrosse where it. I mean, they know they're not going to beat out any New York team or like a Boston team. Like it just isn't going to happen yet. So it's like I think tour is is very very smart. That's all Rabel, man. He came up with the whole concept. Yeah, that was a great he's idea. Been playing professional lacrosse for twenty years at this point. He's an older fellow, but he realized yeah. that there was a flaw in the system and went out on his own and fixed it. So I'm excited to be a part of it. It'd be cool. He's the one guy you can do that his, with his his stature. For He's sure. a stud. Exactly. Yeah. He had the status to do it. So mm-hmm. working so far. Well, Jamie, you might have turned me into someone who's gonna have to start watching lacrosse. I've been I've shit talked lacrosse for as long as I played baseball and loved baseball. As long as I've just, known you, you shit. Yeah, lacrosse. lacrosse. <laughs> My brother lasted half a JV season, got in a fight, and quit. So I'm like, oh guys, it's never not for us. But because of you, lacrosse I was legend. I will promise to make an effort to look at lacrosse in a positive light and 
Maybe maybe the two point shot will really get me into it. You know, a little, little extra. Get you. Yeah, a little well watch you extra because you'll be out there ripping shots from from deep. At the very That's least, come check out a game. Yeah, a dude, beers. seriously, absolutely. Either Boston For or Albany, sure. I'll pick one. Absolutely. Hell yeah. We'll see. Well, I got I got I got a bunch of weddings this summer, but if if uh, Joey's available that June sixth seventh weekend, maybe I'll pop up to to Bean Town and check it out. Yeah, we gotta figure it out for sure. Sounds good. Awesome, bro. We appreciate you as always, man. Thanks for coming on yes, late in the season. We'll get a dub, but what, tomorrow or Friday, you guys got another game, right? Last home game is or last regular season game of the season. Sir, Friday four. All right, go get it, man. We'll be following you for the. For the tourney, hopefully you guys are fully in shape come tournament time. It's a good time to get your asses in shape and get rolling and use that cute juju to run, make a deep run. That's right. We're fully <laughs> in shape, and I'm hoping the best. <laughs> I know we'll do all right. So, awesome, I'll catch brother. you guys later. Appreciate you having me on. Anytime, yep. Jimmy. We'll get you back on again, man. Sounds good. All right, bro. You are listening to the Sunday Sauce Podcast.